Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Coming to you live from our studios here at Kukum Limle in Accra. This is Joy Newsroom with me, Beverly Broom. Our headlines, this are residents of Kofuidia in the new Javan municipality of the eastern region protest over deplorable roads in the area. Also, ECOWAS set a date for military operation in Niger but won't disclose the timeline. And later on in the bulletin, get ready to dance in the streets as the 13th edition of Ghana's biggest street carnival, Chalewote Festival, begins August 21. We are live on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, on all social media platforms. We are Joy News on DSTV Channel 
421 Go TV Channel 125. Joy News. We are independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please stay. Thank you so much for your time here. We begin from the Ashanti region as the Kumasi Metropolitan Assembly is halting commercial transport activities at seven unauthorized locations in the central business district of the city. This is under the second phase of the Assembly's transport reorganization exercise to decongest the city centre. Some affected transport operators blame the current situation on the Assembly's conversion of the Kedjetia transport terminal into a market. Nanay Aljima visited the CBD and filed this report. Kedjetia is at the heart of the central business district of Kumasi. The space was a bus terminal before it became a market. Prior to its redevelopment, Kedjetia was mainly a transport terminal accommodating hundreds of vehicles. Commuters within and outside the Ashanti region made their way to Kedjetia to board their buses. Isaac Quinn has plied the Kejetia Bantama route for over three decades. He says the change in purpose of the Kejetia bus terminal to a market is the cause of the rise in unauthorized terminals. We all used to work in Kejetia. After the redevelopment, we didn't get space to work, so we had to make space here. Now how do we feed our families if you reject us? The Kumasi Metropolitan Assembly says appropriate measures were put in place to ensure the change in purpose does not affect transportation. Kedjetia used to have 1,000, 1,200 capacity, but after construction we have 108. And so we made some few stations stand on the road. And these are mostly stations that run on the 10, 15 kilometers radius of Kumasi for taxis and trotters. Okay, so these stations are on the streets and they have specifically indicated number of slots. A drive through sections of the Asantehines Ceremonial Street in the CBD is a tough one. Commercial trotter drivers have taken over part of the road to load passengers. They acknowledge the inconvenience posed to other motorists but are reluctant to relocate. The place is congested but we make sure we operate at the portions of the road so the congestion won't be too bad. There is some congestion here, so we call out the passengers as the car moves. We don't stay on the road to load passengers. In the past few weeks, the Kumasi Metropolitan Assembly has upheld its resolve to decongest the city. The first phase involved the restriction of commercial tricycle Pragya operations, which resulted in a standoff. 
head of the KMA Transport Department, Randy Wilson, explains plans outlined to carry out the operations. Places like the Otunfo Roundabout and Co., which the Ebuakwa and Santasi taxis, their station is just across the street, just across Unibank, but right in front of the Roundabout and KGT exit, that's where they are loading. And the idea is that when a vehicle is arrested and it has passengers in it, no passengers should be allowed to get off. And they will all have to be taken to the KMA towing yard. And then when you get there, then you find your way out. Flouting the regulations will attract a fine pegged between 500 and 1,000 cities, depending on the size of the vehicles arrested. The Assembly has further indicated the enforcement of restricted hours for tracks of loading wares in the CBD. Meanwhile, traders who have taken over pavements in the CBD continue to impede the movement of pedestrians and motorists. For Joy News, Nanaya Ojima reporting. Now, some residents of the eastern regional capital, Kofoidia, are to demonstrate over deplorable road networks in the area. The protesters, many of whom are members of a group calling itself Kofoidia Development Advocates, hit the street in spite of ongoing rehabilitation of 35 kilometers of the town roads. Clad in red T-shirts, members of resident associations, students' groups, driver unions, Concerned Citizens Association, among others, massed up at the Kofoidia Jackson Park. From there, they marched through the cities. Edwin Kofisian joins us via Zoom with more on the protest. Kofi, what more can you report? What more can you report? Okay, so um, the residents uh, started their protest early this morning from the Kofoidia Jackson Park uh, through the principal street to the Kofoidia taxi rank. Then to the Accra station, the Koforidia uh, Kumasi station. Then they finally ended at the Koforidia Zungu, where most of the deplorable roads uh, could be found. And now they are saying that even though the government has commenced a work on rehabilitation on some of the roads in the uh, Koforidia municipality, they believe that uh, there is more the government has to do in order to fix all the deplorable roads in the New Derby municipality. Now, the a convener of the group, Agbodo Gosway, uh, told the media that they are doing so just to, you know, compel government to fix all the bad roads in the municipality because it's been there for a very long time. Residents have been complaining about it for uh, a very long time, but authorities seem not to be concerned about it. So this protest, they say, is going to help push government to fix the deplorable roads in the New Derby municipality. Kofi, how long do they intend to protest, if you have an idea? So they are saying that uh, this is the first one. Mm. Are going, there are a number of them that is going to happen. The second one, they say, will happen in a month's time. So uh, from now to, uh, you know, until the time that all the roads will be fixed, uh, they are not going to cease demonstrating in the municipality. That is what the convener told me. Mm. Thank you so much, Kofisia is our Eastern Regional Correspondent there, and we'll bring you details of that subsequently. Now, bad roads and uncompleted drains causing severe flooding any time it rains. 
leading to older people being kept in their houses. That is the story of the residents at Ofanko Veterinary, a suburb of the capital, Accra. They are unhappy about government's neglect of the poor road that has plagued them in the community for far too long. They are pleading with the government to complete a drain they believe causes flooding in the area any time it rains. My colleague Samuel Kojobriz has been to the community and now reports. Please repair the road for me because I'm already dying. Anytime I return from the hospital, my health deteriorates because of this road. That was 85-year-old grandmother, Amelia Hayford, speaking to me after she had returned from the hospital. For her, visiting the hospital can only be possible if she gets a neighbor to carry her to a nearby car, else she cannot go. Her daughter, Tama Hayford, says this has become necessary due to the destruction of their road. Carrying her to the car will take about 30 minutes. And to the car, she has to relax before the driver even sets off. By the time she gets to the hospital, her BP is way, way, way high. So she has to be detained. I mean, going to the hospital and back, it's a very, very big problem for her and for us. This morning, this morning, she was crying. How can, how can it be? It's, it's, it's not good at all. She says this depression situation causes her mother to sometimes wish she's no more. She is. We went to the hospital um, when Tuesday, she told the doctor that she wishes and she had to give her depression medicine, which is so bad. And my mom, she's depressed. She's very, very, very depressed. So please, whoever we have to talk to, to do whatever, I, I mean, I'll break down. I think the little we've said, the government, not the road minister, should listen to our plea. This is not the first time we've done this. This road you see behind me was once a bustling street connecting this area that's veterinary and the Ofanko barrier. But today, it's been left to a pale shadow of its former self. Something you can best describe as an uncompleted open drain. The residents are saying one thing. The government needs to act and must act quick. I think we are, get, we are getting worried. There are aged in the community. Aged men and women. How do they go to the hospitals? How do they attend to their medical situations? The school peoples that trek these areas, their lives are always in danger. You are out there working. You are afraid of the fate of your wife, your husband, your kids. It's very pathetic. The residents say they are tired of the flooding situation that occurs anytime it rains as a result of the uncompleted drainage, which has led to the destruction of their rule. And their pleas to the government have also fallen on deaf ears. Papa, I'm area. 
We are going through a lot of challenges here. People have left their homes because of these floods. When it rains for just 10 minutes, several sources of waste water pass through this place. The road has now turned into Alajo, Gata. We played with government to intervene. One day, a pupil fell into one of the gutters here, and it was just fortunate that I was around to save her. Our older people are home because they cannot come out. If sick people want to go to the hospital, they have to be carried. This cannot continue. Moving on, the Informal Waste Workers Association says they will continue to work despite the restriction on the activities by the Greater Accra Regional Minister Henry Quarte. They have also questioned the rationale behind the decision. Although the minister said the move was to ensure vehicular discipline in the capital, the group claims they were not consulted in the process before the decision was taken. Before we hear from, from them, though, let's listen to the minister communicating the decision to MMDCEs in Greater Accra. Facts, straight. Issues of Abubuya and, and Prakia started from the Greater Accra region as far back as 2021. If you recall, we issued those uh, directives and uh, restricted the movement of Abubuya on principal streets. And I talked about Pragya. We have just come to reinforce it because clearly it appears that uh, the implementing agencies have relaxed a bit. So in, this is the first of its kind, uh, a meeting that by the acts the rcc should be holding once at least once in a year uh, for some reason we've been able to put our committees together and so we've held a meeting for the first time we are saying that we want to re-emphasize that directive that was given two years ago so we are not uh, copying ashanti regional if there's anything they, they, they would have copied from us We can now hear from General Secretary of the Informal Waste Workers Association, Max Jumbo, who said banning their work would not only make their members unemployed, but will worsen the sanitation situation in Accra. What is going to happen? I think you have more answers than me. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. 
Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. What I earn is my top money, my daily bread. But what you earn is healthy city for all of us. In fact, I want to throw a challenge. If Ghana, Greater Accra, want to be clean and neat and healthy for all of us, the government should sit down with us. If they want, they should give us just eight months. Let them give us full operation in Greater Accra here. And they will never see any pet bottles, plastic waste anywhere. What we are doing now, we don't have franchise agreements with any municipality, just some few. The former contractors have it. And what we are doing is more or less like illegal. We are operating illegally. But we take more than 70% of the total waste from greater Accra. What will happen if we are given the full opportunity to operate? What will happen if we are sacked from the mainstream? It simply means greater Accra is going to be filthy, it's going to be unhealthy for all of us to live in. And that is the problem we are facing now. Are you going to hold on to end conversations with the... We are not holding on. We are still working. Until he comes, we are working. Because we can't stop. That is what we do to feed our people. That is what we do to feed ourselves. And until the authorities come to us or they agree to meet us, we are ready to meet them. And then we discuss the way forward. Until then, we are still working. We are still on the grounds. Now, ECOWAS says it has set a date for military invasion of Niger to restore constitutional rule. This was the resolution after military chief in West Africa met here in Accra to shape our plans to invade the West African country. If all diplomatic efforts fail, the military junta has resisted calls to reinstate the ousted president, Mohamed Bazoum. After the meeting, Commissioner for Political Affairs, Peace and Security of ECOWAS, Dr. Abdel Fatal Musa, said they are ready to deploy forces to restore legitimacy. He said they will not engage in fruitless dialogue with the junta going forward. Blessed Suga has a wrap of the two-day meeting. There are many questions left unanswered as to what the next step of the sub-regional body which says that it is activating a military force to restore constitutional order in the Republic of Niger would be. Uh, ECOWAS has just confirmed to us that there are uh, a turn of events that may limit or perhaps put on hold the decision and disposition initially to deploy troops into the French-speaking country, which saw the presidential guard depose the democratically elected president, Mohamed Bazoum. Uh, the indication we're getting from the Commissioner of Political Affairs, Peace and Security, Ambassador Fatah Abdul Musa, is that in the next 24 hours, ECOWAS is likely to give another shot at it again, trying to deploy its envoys from the United Nations African Union and the sub-regional body to move into Niger to try one more time to see if they could negotiate with the military junta to restore peace, order, and constitutional rule in the Republic of Niger. We can now listen to excerpts of the address by Ambassador Fatal Musa. Make sure that 
Niger gets back to rule-based governance in uh, a sister country. That is all. The planning mission we started on the 2nd of March of August has come to an end today has come to an end today we've already agreed and fine-tuned what will be required for the intervention the strategic lift capacity what the strategic objective are equipment needed commitment of member states which was very 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 encouraging all member states of ECOWAS present here today have all committed elements they have committed their own equipment they have uh, committed their own resources to undertake this mission so i tell you we are ready to go anytime the order is given the d-day is also decided which we are not going to disclose there will be no more meetings of the chiefs of defense staff if there will be it will be probably in the course of the operation if there is the need to adjust the operation this is the second extraordinary meeting and the final meeting before deployment that is what we want to you know inform you about and that as soon as our heads of state and government are satisfied with the report that has been presented, our uh, troops across the region are ready. And they are ready to call, uh, to, uh, what is it, uh, respond to the call of duty of the region. We are not against the Republic of Niger we have said just as the chief uh, of the committee the chair of the committee of chiefs of defense staff has just said you know that all the options are on the table and as we speak we are still readying uh, mediation mission into the country so we've not shut any door we've not shut any door at all the sanctions are also uh, on the table and uh, if they respond favorably you know to the request by the authority of heads of state for dialogue we are ready to accept all we are saying is that we are not going to engage in endless dialogue a fruitful and its objective must be the restoration of constitutional order in the shortest possible time possible in the shortest possible time we are also calling for the release of uh, the legitimate president of the Republic of Niger, uh, His Excellency Mohammed Bazoum and his family and members of his government who are being held hostage, you know, by the regime in Niger. This is our message, you know, to them that our doors are open, but we are not going to engage in endless dialogue. That is why we say all options are on the table. If they want to take the peaceful pathway to uh, very early restoration of constitutional order in the country, then uh, we can stand down the military option because it is not our preferred option. But we are being obliged to do it 
because of the intransigence and the obstacles intransigence of the regime and the obstacle they've been putting in the way of a negotiated settlement to the restoration of constitutional order this is our message and uh, i don't think you are going to ask me a question about when we are deploying i cannot even answer that that is left to the chair of the committee of chiefs of defense staff and the colleagues who have that it is uh, an operational tool okay that uh, we don't disclose it so we hope you are not going to ask that question all i can tell you is that we are ready equipment wise uh, the political will of the countries involved all of them around this table and uh, the resources required our own resources and i would want finally to tell you that ECOWAS is doing this in defense of its principles those who are misinforming the public that ECOWAS is being teleguided or being directed by this power or that power they you know they are missing the point completely and that uh, all our interventions in the past no external power urges to do it we did it ourselves and this is no different so we are doing it for ourselves by ourselves and for posterity you know in the, the you know in the equa sub region we want to get back get back to constitutional normalcy and the decision is that the coup in niger is one coup too many you know for the region and we are putting a stop to it at this time we are drawing the line in the sun and that is you're still watching join newsroom with me beverly boom we take a quick break we'll be back with more please stay with us My name is John, and this is my long-time crush. My cookie dipped in strawberry yogurt. On this scorching hot afternoon on our way back from a long job hunt, we met this good Samaritan who offered us a ride. Six weeks later... Big night to Chanel, a special wedding reception for her bride and groom. And there she is, my cookie dipped in someone else's yogurt. Don't be like John, who holds the mula, calls the shots, play game by games, the easiest lottery to play and win. With four numbers from zero to nine up to three times daily to become one of our daily lucky winners. Dial star 946 hash to play now. Or you can also play online at www.gameparkgames.com. Game Park is regulated by the National Lottery Authority. Everybody came out, everybody's looking good, displaying their art, beautiful art everywhere. Um, this is my fifth year coming in a row. So I'm here every August for the festival. It's been amazing being with my black people all day, every day. It's been great. It's not fun yet. There are a lot of art things to do. So I personally love it. 
and I love the artworks. I love Chalwate 2022. It's fantastic. This year's experience is uh, is marvelous. It's amazing. It's Chalwate Festival, y'all. You ought to be here. The paintings, the people, the Ghanaians were awesome. Everyone, when you're in Ghana around the same time, make sure you check it out. It's really happening. Welcome back. Raw ginger production in Ghana increased from 65.3 tons in 2002 to 94.72 tons in 2021, growing at an average annual rate of 1.98%. But production is faced with a myriad of challenges, including degrading soil fertility and post-harvest losses. In this week's episode of The Food Chain, Emmanuel bright speaks with ginger farmers at Incaria District and experts at the Soil Research Institute on improving ginger production. Farmers at Impatuum of the Ashanti region harvesting raw ginger for sale and processing. This is a livelihood they inherited from their ancestors. Patrick Brickrine has been in the ginger farming business for over two decades now a venture that has catered for his family. I can do food in very much as over 25 years. Twice. Ginger farming originated from Tuase and later spread to Jankoba and Hudim. We grew up seeing our forefathers in ginger farming. Farming was good those times. Because of that, the youth decided to start farming. I completed school and joined them. I am a driver, but I do farming in addition. In previous years, you make a lot of sales when you harvest ginger. It was lucrative. That's what I used to cater for my children's university education. The Achimangwa district is one of the largest producers of ginger in the country. Regina Suleimana supervises over 50 ginger farmers at Impatum and adjoining communities. So I do processing, I begin with the ginger processing. So at first I buy ginger and do the processing, but it got to the same time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Then to get a ginger, it wasn't easy. So I decided to get a land by myself to plant the ginger. In 
In spite of the lucrativeness of ginger farming, farmers here are faced with the challenge of degrading soil fertility. In recent years, ginger farmers at Amantia, Jankoba, and its adjoining communities have had to abandon cultivated farmlands to new sites for ginger planting. We cannot use the same land for the plantation of ginger next year unless we move to another area. We don't know the reason. We sought some answers from the Ghana Soil Information Center at the Soil Research Institute of the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research. So we are here at the Soil Research Institute under the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research located here at Quadra. So to speak with an expert on the challenges being encountered by farmers at Jankuba. In Ashanti region, for instance, the soils are getting uh, more and more acidic. And then generally, phosphorus, especially phosphorus levels, are very low because the the soils don't have these uh, um, mineral, uh, natural mineral, uh, like uh, the the natural minerals that will release uh, phosphorus, like the apatites. What we can do is uh, we can uh, go do some soil testing. We can pick samples from these various uh, uh, farms or areas, bring to the laboratory, do soil testing to know the fertility status of these uh, soils, whether they have uh, acidity problem or, or not. Then f from there we can recommend how much fertilizer to apply. For Joy News, my name is Emmanuel Bright Kweku. Welcome to join his desk. My name is Aisha Brank. Let me tell you, there's not a small job at all. What can you report from the FANA community? We are still sounding the alarm for people who are hiding to know that help has come. The board is supposed to be meeting this morning to deliberate on this nominee. Yes, this problem has been recurring over time. The people have invested their, the fruits of their excellence and you want to throw it away because you think you can. No, it's not lawful for him to do it, period. What's the basis that these uh, financial assurances will be giving latest today? If you follow what has transpired over the week, we got the information when the president addressed uh, the May Day celebration indicating that China is going to come on board. Welcome back. Spraying machines are crucial for effective farming. However, it is labor-intensive, particularly for the elderly. Though they are electric-powered spraying versions on the market, they are imported heavy and expensive. Good news is that students of the Sinyani Technical University have come up with triple-power spraying machines, which is locally made, affordable, and easy to use. Joy News' Kwesi Debra speaks with the developers Teresa Bia and 
Ali Farida. triple power spraying machine to help farmers because looking at the already existing one we need to add more pressure on it before it can operate but looking at our grandparents they don't have the strength to do that so we decide to build this triple power spraying machine to solve that problem because this one there is no need for you to add pressure on it it uses three different power sources which is the dry cells, the rechargeable batteries, and the solar panel too. You can connect with the solar panel here, it will work. If you don't want to use the solar panel too, you use the rechargeable batteries, that one too, it will work, and as well as the dry cell. If you want to start it, there is a key here. Then you switch it on. Then you press the trigger. Though the, there is water inside, but I can still lift it. It's not heavy, it's made up of hard plastic. And the belt are also tough. It's not like the one in the market with the tiny belt, whereby if you back it, it will be causing pains to your shoulders. The belts are very tough. You can back it for a long period of time and you will not become tired. And you can stay for a longer time. All right, this one is having the same capacity as the already existing one in the market. But the difference is this one is lighter as compared to the one in the market. In the sense that this one is made up of plastic. And the weight is 1.5 kilos. And the other one, the already existing one in the market, is 4 kilograms. This one is using lithium-ion battery. That makes it very less in weight. And the one in the market is using lead-acid battery, which makes it very heavier. So, and if you can, uh, the belt too is very tough. It's not the one, the one in the market, the belts are light. So if you back it, it will be causing pains to your shoulders. But this one, the belts are very tough. If you back it, you doesn't experience any pains in your shoulders. Reporting for Joy News, Kwesi Debra. Now, many children in the Bibieni and Shiasubekwai municipality of the Western North region are abandoning the classroom to engage in illegal mining. According to the Municipal Education Office, the development is affecting basic education in the area. Mensin Gold Bibieni Limited is making efforts to improve the trend with the introduction of a highly subsidized education at its basic school at Bibieni. Erastos Asaridonko Hasmo in this report. The Bibiani Anyasobekwai area has been prone to illegal mining for years. With time, many of its young people are attracted to artisanal illegal mining. The Ghana Education Service says the development is taking the young ones from the classroom. Sharif Kwekudia is the municipal public relations officer. We still have some of the schools that are not having the needed infrastructure. Even some of them are still sitting under trees. And then because of uh, the mining and then these uh, galamsey matters, you see some of the children, hardly would they see them, will you see them participating actively in uh, academic works. They are all trying to easy go into these uh, mining areas, galamsey and stuff, for daily bread and stuff. 
Mr. Dia was speaking at the first graduation of JHS students of the Mensing Gold BBN Limited Basic School. Education is a right, but it is a shared privilege to be a student of NGBO school. It's a privilege to sit in a comfortable classroom. It's a privilege to be taught by experienced and dedicated teachers. It's a privilege to be under the tutelage of teachers who are themselves disciplined and have the moral right to discipline students whenever we go wrong. The company is using its model school to improve education in the Bebiani and Yasubekwai municipality. We initiated this school and has sponsored this school to become one of the best in Ghana. Mensing Gold is subsidizing education and supporting teachers to improve the standard of education in Bebiani Township. Emmanuel Edu is sustainability manager for the Mensing Gold Bebiani Limited. As a business, our happiness is where we are able to provide support, where uh, young people or needy parents are able to pass through that support to make a living. We all believe that education is the path that all societies may progress. And for that matter, our investment in Mensingo Bibiani uh, Basic School is, is one of the best legacies that Bibiani can boast of. The mine may not be there tomorrow. But the school continues to be there. So in terms of generational equity for the people of Bibiani, in terms of harnessing the resources that are around the people of Bibiani, leaving an indelible mark like education, such a school, with such department, with such extracurricular activities, and such performance for us as a business, it's really happening for us. Reporting for Joy News, Erastus Asaredonko Kumasi. We stay a bit longer on education as pupils in three deprived communities in the Nadoli Kaleo district of the Upper West region are having a sigh of relief following the commissioning of two kindergarten and junior high school blocks. The pupils, as old as six years, have to walk on daily basis four to five kilometers from their communities to the nearest communities in order to have access to basic education. Upper West Regional Correspondent Rafiq Salam reports from Toyaga. Education is a right. Schools are the platforms for which this right is enhanced. A school is capable of facilitating this right when adequate infrastructures are available. On the contrary, across the length and breadth of the country, Schools right from the kindergarten to the senior high level are bedeviled with infrastructure challenges, a challenge that keeps making it difficult. One of such communities is Toyaga, located in the Nadoli Kaleo district of the Upper West region. It has a population of a little over 500 people and has no basic school. As a result of that, children from the community who has interest in pursuing the academic ladder has to walk to the nearest community at Pazier in order to fulfill that dream. The case is even worse during the rainy season. There's always a high tooth in the education of the children as most of the valleys are flooded with water spilling into the streets and cutting them from not only schools but from the rest of the district. Concerned about the plight of the pupils, the Nadoli Keleo District Assembly led by its chief executive Catherine Thierry Lankono through the District Development Facility, DDF, constructed and commissioned a kindergarten block 
for the community? Typically, um, this is one of the deprived communities. It has no single infrastructure. And so to get a government infrastructure in the form of education, a school facility, is very, very keen and very important to the community. I am urging the community to support DES so that the school will grow. We should allow the kids to be in school. We shouldn't divert them to Kaye and uh, Galamse. Education is more paramount. Once, once you get to education, you can get all that you want to acquire. Cutting your education short because of um, a zinc-roofed house is not the best. So I'm urging the community to help us to help them. The chiefs and people of the community were grateful to the assembly for coming to your aid. It is not only Toyaga that has this challenge. The situation at Chang'o appears to be a carbon copy of Toyaga. Chang'o has both primary and junior high school, but without kindergarten, forcing them to sit under trees to learn. Furthermore, Penetubo community has no junior high school block. As a result, the 40 students in the junior high school depends on this deplorable structure to learn. Therefore, facing challenges will not be attained of the past as executive executive Catherine Lenkono also commissioned a kindergarten block in a junior high school in Tango and Penetubo respectively with the funding from the district development facility, DDF. These are all rural communities that have the need for infrastructure, especially for a community like Penintubo. It's a growing, fast-growing community. And um, the distance between the community and the next community where they used to attend junior high school was so far away, and that deterred the children from going to school. So it is on this backdrop that together with the assembly member and the party executives, we decided that um, the community deserves a junior high school. And so today we are presenting the junior high school to the community to encourage them to go to school. Because traveling the far distances was a hindrance, especially to the girl child. Um, after a while, they felt lazy to go to school. But once the school is now in their community, I'm hoping that it will enhance, uh, encourage them to go to school so that they can complete the junior high school and move further to the next stage successfully. Nadoli Kelio, District Director of Education, Kutuna Christopher, thanked the District Assembly for coming to their aid. My concern is that we should ensure that we don't misuse this uh, structure by not sending our children to school, not leaving them to stay in school and complete, then they can go further to other uh, institutions. I want to appeal to you and assure the assembly that now that they are going to hand over this school to us, we'll make maximum use of it by bringing our children to school, let them stay there and complete. Reporting for Dway News, Rafik Salam, Tuyaga. The Minister for Education, Dr. Yaose Duchum, has indicated that Ghana has seen a 5% increase in the number of students pursuing science at the senior high school level. He said despite the increase, there is the need for Ghana to double enrollment in the sciences at the university level as well. The minister disclosed this at the launch of the Advancing Partnerships for Improved Learning Activity in Tamale. 
the $14.39 million USAID project, which will run for five years, is aimed at supporting 213 locals' private schools in northern Ghana. The project will support these schools to improve access, education, quality, learning outcomes for students, and increase private sector investment in Ghana. Dr. Say Edichum said government was investing in the sciences. Uh, when we get into government, only about 10% of our high school students were pursuing science. Today it's about 50%. I'm not happy about it. We need to double enrollment in science at the high schools and ensure that we create a pipeline of STEM from high school all the way to the universities and change the course of history of our nation by simply providing opportunities. Then what you are watching is a state-of-the-art high school at Passenberg in the Northeast. It's a high school that may qualify as a university in other places in the world. There's no high school better equipped than this high school in the whole northern region. All the northern regions combined. This is a school that has 12 science labs and any day the teacher can do science activity. The enrollment is growing fast and if you're a parent watching this, this is a school for your son or daughter. Commenting on projects done by students of the Efia Kobe Senior High School who had built an aeroplane Dr. Chum said the next academic year, some schools in Ghana will offer courses in aviation and aerospace. So what we are looking at doing is that we will be able to ensure that we use education to change the fortunes of our country. The next um, academic year, we are going to have schools that will, at the high school level, do aviation and aerospace sciences. The water said moment for our nation. When you look at what the children are not doing at one school who are feared to be senior high school in our central region. And this is what is going to be replicated in other high schools across the country. We have invested a lot in girls' education and it's paying off. The Northern Regional Minister Shani Alassan Shaibo on his part commended the USAID and other development partners for complementing government's effort at offering quality education for Ghanaian children. I would like to commend the USAID Ghana and our development partners for their relentless efforts in complementing the effort of government. However, it is important to know that providing access alone is not enough to enhance the potential of these children in order to prepare them adequately for the challenges of tomorrow. Let's therefore enforce and insist on the quality of education they need to receive to enhance the total potential in them. The acting mission director of USAID, Grace Lane, said the new USAID activity will increase quality education in these schools. This new activity, as we just heard, is all about partnerships that go beyond the partnership between our two governments. As the activities name um, states, USAID will join forces with a variety of partners to improve learning, to advance education policy, and to strengthen the education system. 
Um, USAID is partnering with the Ministry of Education to employ an integrated approach where multiple stakeholders engage to solve the problems um, through, these advanced part through these advanced partnerships. We will engage with the private sector and civil society to support Ghana's efforts to create a successful and enabling environment for the proprietors of low-paid private schools, to increase teacher certification, and to improve learning results uh, of all students. Now, traders at the Asafo market in Kumasi are protesting the establishment of a new bus terminal at the redeveloped market. The traders say the location of the terminal will create congestion and impede emergency exits in the markets. The following report has more. The new terminal, located at one of the entrances of the redeveloped market, the 2M Express Transport Firm. The traders argue its operationalization will create unnecessary congestion and hinder emergency services. We won't allow 2M to convert this space into a lorry terminal. This is the only major entrance to the market. This is the main gate. Where would we pass if there is fire? Do we operate lorry terminal here? There have been several calls on them, but they are not hidden. We should go to Bantama and erect the structure, not here in Asafo. The other time, when someone fainted, we had to use a relatively longer route. But the CEO of 2M Express, Daniel Ochema Bwaje, claims he has the authorization of the Kumasi Metropolitan Assembly to operate his transport business in the space. The issue is that the space we have is part of the entire stretch of that construction that has gone about over 100 stores. So we bought that space. They sitting there right now and claiming the places and entrance. It's not true. The city engineer will not sit down for you to close the entrance. There are entrances to the marketplace. And if you look at the drawings, if you look at the, uh, the, the block plan, all these things are there. So I don't think there's any problem. We have legally acquired this space. Obviously, as a former lawmaker, I'm not going to do anything that is not compliant. So that is basically what the issue is. It is a space that is being redeveloped. The women have been given space to move. The assembly member actually confirmed it. I'm sure you people may have recorded him or something like that. Confirmed that, yes, they've been given space to go. Our structure is not blocking that alley entrance. It is still going to be there. You just have to clear those two containers that are blocking the way right now. The company expects the traders to channel their grievances to the KMA. The place is already redeveloped. Okay. Uh, if they're going to resist it, uh, you come and destroy something of mine. <laughs> we don't live in a, 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 what do you call it, in a jungle. There are, are cults and there are, what do you call it, there are places you can go and seek redress. If they want to continue to demonstrate, that is their right. If they hit or destroy anything of ours, we're going to take the appropriate measures to seek redress and make sure that businesses are not collapsed. You can't hurt somebody's business or destroy property. We'll make sure that we also prepare and deal with them in places where we have to deal with them. Okuma Leaks reports back to you.
get ready to dance in the streets. Fest your eyes and learn as the 13th edition of Ghana's biggest street carnival, Chalewate Festival, begins on Monday. The festival is dedicated to showcasing the distinctive Ghanaian and African cultures and heritage through various mediums such as art, music, food and dance. MFAPA has been speaking to Ani Osabute, a member of the organizing team. A magnetic mandalam is essentially about empowerment, it's about um, identity, it's about uh, possession of that which belongs to you, it's about creativity, it's about the ability to be able to conjure from what something is not possible that you transfer onto the art. And uh, as Wise uh, talked about some of the themes that he will touch on, uh, some of his works and others will also reflect the theme we have this year. So this year, we are, we just want, I mean, clearly the world is aiming towards AI and all of that. And some of the works that you will see at a festival, you sit back and you be, ask yourself whether or not this is AI generated, or it's purely coming from the hands of an artist. And so, yeah, Magneto Madalat, it means a lot, but the most important thing is that it's, it's about empowerment. Basically, like 13 years is a, is, is a 13 years of celebration. And this year, you're going to see murals that hasn't been seen before anywhere in, 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 in any of the galleries in Ghana. Area. We're going to see um, amazing performances as well. We're going to see uh, a, a lot more collaboration with respect to the multidisciplinary uh, creations that have been curated from different artists. We are bringing Ghanaian artists whose work measure up to international standards. So mm -hmm. 13 years is a celebration. It's also the fact that we are moving to the Independence Square or the Black Star Square. And uh, if you know the history a lot, uh, it, it represents everything about Ghana. Okay. So uh, yes, that's what I can say. Uh, and one of the things that we also want to talk about is the fact that, um, you know, sometimes when people narrate slave stories, for example, the idea is that, uh, oh, it's like people were just silent, they were just came, they threw biscuits at them, and they followed them. Mm -hmm. But we tend to forget that in the process of people being emasculated and taken to Europe, people fought. And the abolishment of slavery did not happen because the slave masters wanted it. It happened because people started rebelling across slave plantations. And when they sat back, they realized that, look, there's more cost to us continuing to bring these people from their natural homes and things like that. Yeah. So eventually they were forced to free our people. So the festival, in as much as we're looking at all the elements that you may think of, we also want to use it as a platform to celebrate the rebellious, uh, the, you know, the, the, the posture that some of our enslaved, uh, what do you call it, the battle that they wage yeah. for them to, to, to come back home. Mm. You know, well, even though we don't want to give, okay, even though we don't want to give too much away, I know that there will be four music stages, one twenty musicians oh, yeah, that, and bands. Really, uh, one hundred twenty-five actually, and more. One hundred twenty-five. Yeah, are, are you able to tell me some of them, or we'll keep that close to our chest as well? I can just give you one name that you will. Uh, we have uh, a man's band that That oh, one I can. That's enough. You. On that note, we end Joy Newsroom this afternoon. For more news, you can log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. I am Beverly Broom. Enjoy the rest of our programs. <laughs>